Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Emily, and thank you for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we are at, what we are thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for the renewal of life. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 6, and I'll be starting from verse 20. My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching is a light, and the reproofs of discipline are the way of life to preserve you from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. Do not desire her beauty in your heart, and do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, but a married woman hunts down a precious life. Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. None who touches her will go unpunished. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his appetite when he is hungry. But if he is caught, he will pay sevenfold. He will give all the goods of his house. He who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. He will get wounds and dishonor, and his disgrace will not be wiped away. 
For jealousy makes a man furious, and he will not spare when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation. He will refuse, though you multiply his gifts. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, the section that stood out to me were verses 20 through 24. And I'll read them again. It says, My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the teaching is light. And the reproofs of discipline are the way of life to preserve you from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. We're seeing here Solomon talk about the word of God, the word of God that is alive and active, moving through the father and mother to instruct and teach their children. The word of God that he says to bind to our hearts, protecting the most vile organ in our body. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And he says to tie it to our necks, speaking from our throat words that are saturated by his words, memorizing it so that it overflows out of our lives in every way, that we would be covered and guarded by it. I see his word alive and active in the next verses, as it says, when you walk, they will lead you. This shows us that his word is a guide. When you lie down, they will watch over you. This shows us that his word is a guardian. When you awake, they will talk with you. This shows us that his word is a companion. No matter what state of being we are in, God's word will be there when we bind it to our lives. It's close and it's personal and life-giving and keeps us from sin and evilness. He goes on to talk about the commandment being a lamp and the teaching a light, which he seems to reference Psalm 119 that says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. God's word, when bound to our lives, will shine in the darkest places. I have seen God's word be alive and active in my life, and I have loved reading and sitting in the truths that we just talked about, thinking of the ways that it has guided me, protected me, and comforted me. Take some time right now reflecting on those things in your own life. How have you seen his word be a guide, a guardian, a companion? Sit in those truths about God's word and ask the Holy Spirit to bind them on your heart. life and because you are who you say you are we know that your words are true and that they have power god i pray that you would bind your word to our hearts and our minds so that our thoughts and our words would be saturated by you 
I thank you for the ways that your word has been our guide, our guardian, and our companion. There is such comfort in knowing that we have power through your word to resist temptations, to turn from evil. May your word satisfy us fully, and may we trust your word completely. In your name, Jesus, through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.